this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Under cover of darkness, the heroes infiltrate the giant's camp. We're really doing it. We're doing it. But nice. It's been fun playing these characters. <laughs> <laughs> but with a massive army surrounding them. Oh God, I'm so scared. <laughs> and unexpected danger lurking at every turn. Della feels something run over her feet. The mystery only deepens. And where are the tributes? Like, what's happening? Where are the fighting pits? Yeah. What's happening? So what many is questions. happening? So many questions. <laughs> and there's no turning back. Or you could make a run for it. <laughs> the adventure continues now. Hey everybody, what's up? It's me, Skid, and welcome to episode 94 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Uh, You know, uh, we've launched our Patreon a couple of weeks ago, as you may have heard, and uh, I don't want to go into it too much, but I just I want to thank all of you who have given again uh, to to help us keep this thing going. Uh, I, you know, I've been this is something a hobby that I've loved. Uh, we've all loved since we were kids, and me in my case since I was in third grade. Like I remember uh, in recess in third grade and sitting with my friends in the hallway while everyone else played outside and uh, running through. <laughs> Um, a dungeon that uh, my friend, I think it was Josh, my friend Josh Madison came up with um, for like, uh, you know, 15 minutes a day and uh, just falling in love with it. And it's just astounding to me that we could do something with it as adults, get to this point where enough people care about it that they're willing to part with some hard-earned cash to help us, to help support it. And it's just so touching to me, and uh, thank you all again. And uh, if you if you haven't given yet, and and you think that you might want to, uh, head on over to our Patreon page, and um, we've got some great rewards, and we're heading towards some really exciting reward tiers too. So uh, hopefully we can hit those. But in any case, let's get right to this episode because I am curious to see what happens, how we possibly plan to infiltrate the very heart of the enemy's fortress. Episode ninety four, sneaky blinders. One does not simply walk <laughs> into Linda Hall's house. Oh, you've, you've been saving that one the whole time. It's in my notes. <laughs> in my notes. He even did the hand. Even he had the, the Sean Bean hand. He did. He's doing it. The gesture. I got Bean hand. He's kind of shaking, a little sweaty. <laughs> into Linda Hall's valley. Uh, well, well, you guys had a week. I wasn't involved with most of the emails. Um, I mean, talk to me. I'm, I'm going to let you guys open. I made my joke. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. We did talk without you on the email. How much of us do you? How much of it do you want us to talk about here versus like just telling you kind of where we're leaning? Well, t- talk to me in terms of character. Talk to you know, not a, a check-in thing, but like what? What, what does Sir Will want to do? What does he want to do? And why? Uh, you know what? Can I pass for a second? And I, and I have good reason. Let, let, let's pass it around the room a little bit. All right, Baron, you've been the de facto leader since you left Chernow, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Would you agree that this particular mission, if you choose to go forward, is not your area of expertise? When did you start asking questions like an attorney? That was amazing. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> Would you agree? Objection. Leading the witness. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think it's incredibly dangerous, and Baron wants to. He already has kind of a weapon that's out of time and a little um, uh, overpowered. But, no. <laughs> oh, oh, spell strike, spell combat. But by out of time, you mean from the future? <laughs> I mean, exactly. What, what, I, what I meant to say was anachronistic, but since this is a fantasy world, so I, Baron's actually working on plans to invent the B fifty two bomber. And we're just going to... No, I'm really... Carpet bomb, the whole place. I'm really worried, and honestly, the thing I'm worried most about is twofold. One, how noisy Joe, Sir Will is. Um, And two... Joe or Sir Will? Both. A little of both. I mean, he just can't stop yelling for Highbury. And if it's not for Highbury, it's for the rose and the light and the this and the that. Everybody gets up, he's like, good morning! Uh, what a fine day! Days. What a fine day to be stealthful. So I'm worried about that. And then if he hangs back while all of us who have over plus ten stealth go forward, then we are in that splitting the party situation we got into where we almost got captured on our way up here, which was a scary, scary event. Yeah, when yeah. Lork was scouting ahead. So you're more uh, you're more worried about your people that you're leading. Yeah, I wish I had sealed Team Six. Right. Instead, we are you know, pretty much we're now four. Uh, Della, what, what about you? You've now converted everybody to demon worshippers. <laughs> I think my my work here is done. Uh, no, Della I, turns back. Della wants to go forward. I mean, she is a she is a shadow creature. She is like this. She's not afraid of being stealthy, even though she's not clearly not as stealthy as Baron, a dwarf with a gun. Um, but she's you don't have to fire it all the time. <laughs> she ain't afraid of no host Remember, of giants. <laughs> there's oh, also, oh. Uh, there's also the Shinnerman's Fortune people. Yeah, that, and she doesn't want. To, I mean, like it would be as you pointed out, clear suicide to go go with a full on assault. Mm-hmm. But like, if you could sneak in and rescue those people and gather some intel, I mean, what? And then we could get out feasibly. We don't necessarily have to take on the whole army right now, but we do need to know more. Now, so this is like right up your alley. Do you feel like you'd be better off alone in a situation like yeah, this? Yeah, he's actually a bit tempted because he got uh, like he's very focused on that cathedral. And he's got a good sense that his particular objective might be in there. And so he feels like, mm, maybe, maybe I could just leave him here and then I could get, I could find, I, I can sneak pretty well. But he feels like when he gets in, if he does get caught, uh, he's going to be uh, in a bit of trouble. So, you know, at least see where we can get as a group um, and uh, take it from there, you know. And this, he may, may, probably need all the help he can get once he gets there anyway. So, And this objective, is it something that you have shared? or is Not it the a least. Silent? No, it's like no. this only thing that's maybe keeping you with this group. Yeah. Perhaps. And the other thing is he saw, because I was saying that uh, the, from the, the giants coming from the north taking provisions and lumber, if we could possibly oh. find out where they're coming from and get smuggled in with whatever they're carrying. They're going to the south. The ones with the weapons are going to the north. The other ones are going to the south. No, I know. That's what it's finding where they're where coming they're, from ah. and let them smuggle us in. Mm. But that seems like it would be how, however many episodes worth of finding another way. Right. And that's just not good stories, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, mate. Yeah. Uh, Joe, are you finally ready to tell us your thoughts? Bless you. Yeah, uh, and I'm... 
mostly I wanted to kind of hand it over to Della and kind of see what Della said first because Sir Will is really torn. I mean, he's having almost like a split right now in his in his personality, like in his psyche, because he is both faced with doing something that he's never done before. Like his only concepts of uh, danger and battle have always been with a team and have always been really in the in the couch of of a uh, of an army fighting a war with uh, a certain set of ideals and everyone sort of on the same side and everyone with their sigil and their whatever uh, battling the enemy and the enemy would come and face you in the field he's not used to he has no concept of this clandestine mission sort of thing and at the same time della is making him realize not only that he sees in her this person that has come from another plane like demons come from another plane to wreak havoc this is someone who's come from another plane in his mind to do good to to does help she, does she well i mean to help the common people to help innocent people right what am i saying good and, and then, <laughs> well then you have this yeah. level of complication that comes with that with the demon's blood and how mm-hmm. he's kind of been tempted and he is realizing this temptation and he's realizing I mean, almost within hours after we would have ended last session, he starts to feel like immense regret for taking the the demon's blood. Why did he do it? Yeah, well, yeah it was, I, I didn't even have to put up a fight. It, it was almost this like just reaction, like he didn't even really think about it. He was so low on hit points. He knew he knows that his praying, what that does for him, mm-hmm. would not cover what he needed with the enemy that he was looking at. Mm-hmm. And he thought, it, it, it just this once, you know, or, or just this, it'll be okay. A moment of know, weakness. weakness. A moment of weakness. Crisis of faith. Right. So I don't know, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to rest or if we're going to have some time or, or whatever it is, but I, I almost imagine him like tearfully going to Della and almost desperately being like, don't, don't let me do that again. Don't let me do that again. Asking her to like, I, I, I don't know why I did it. Because when he felt the blessing of the channel that I did at the end of last week, mm. he the feeling is so different. It's so much better in the long run. Whereas you get this invigoration, this boost for a little while, and then you feel awful about yourself. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's that kind of combination of splitting like everything he thought he knew about. This is how you do war. You gather a huge army. You have leaders that tell you what to do. You're not the leader, you know, and even though Sheriff Barron is his leader in this sense, it, this small squadron special forces leader thing is not something he's used to. So the idea of sneaking in here, like Grant said, he points out to him how loud he is, you know, his natural way of moving. So, yeah, I think that he is he wants to go in because of Della and he wants to do what Della wants to do because he wants to protect her and make sure she's OK. But he's also nervous uh, that they need to get a whole army. But they can't get a whole army because how are they going to know that they'll even be able to get out of here and warn people? And like Nestor said, maybe if we get in a little bit, we can get some more intel. I don't know. Della would say, straight ahead is not the only way to move forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baron says, Sir Will, you're louder than two shadow rats screwing in a sock in the middle of summer. (laughs) 
how in the hell are we going to do a clandestine operation when you sound like a beggar's cup full of coppers after mass? You jingle jangle more than my spurs, Sir Will. How are we going to do this? That was visceral. Yeah. Good. I want to see two rats screwing a sock. Uh, yeah, what do, you got, what do you got to say to that, Sir Will? Well, Sir Will will turn to Baron and he'll be like, My desire to continue with all of you on this mission to protect you as best I can does not rely solely on this armor. Does it, Lexington? He looks at Lexington. Lexington looks confused. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very complex sentence for a wolf to understand. Yeah. And he says, Conjunction. I will, if needed, I will shed this armor you have granted me so that I could be quieter and so that we can be stealthier. I will lower the banner of Highbury if I must do this clandestine mission. But I don't like it. But I will do what I must. Amlo says, uh, uh, perhaps I should uh, shed this armor as well. So that the giant snail scale mail. In the event that we are seen, I don't want uh, the entirety of the valley coming down on our heads. What about your hand? If only I could give up the hand. We can blindfold you, Umlo. Would you take my hand, trust a fellow dwarf? Mm, I suppose you're the only one of the lot that I do trust, apart from maybe him, he points at Will. But yeah, all right. is standing behind him is like, what? What? <laughs> really? the demon's blood. And I know that I asked for it on the several occasions, but still a bit shaky morally. So, but um, You're alive. Um, no, I would never leave your side. You know this. Well, just make sure I don't trip over uh, any of the corpses you leave in your wake. <sighs> Man, so you're going to blindfold um That was just a suggestion. I have not said that's the best idea just yet. It's on the table. I mean, he does get to roll a save. Sure, sure. It's a DC 15, and I think he has a plus three to his will save. Touch of Law can't help him. No. Uh, and Della can't countersong it, because it's a... Uh, there's, no, there's no... There's, not there's a song. no words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no words to counter. There are no words. <laughs> no, no words. You should go kill that giant. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut up, hand. Shut, God damn it. <laughs> Um, all right. If only Gormley were here and had the slumber hex. If only. So, can we get back to where we left off? I mean, um, we are. It's what time? It's like late this afternoon. Makeshift gate. Uh, you know, what did I say? It was three thirty during that battle. I said three thirty. So yeah, four o'clock. You've been scanning. I mean, you can take time. You have all the time in the world. You feel like unless the next uh, round of uh, giants come up knocking on the gate. Sure, but that that should happen in the next eight hours, shouldn't it? At least you, a shift. We have no idea. There's no reason to believe no either idea. way. There's yeah. no reason to believe So, either. look, I think that we should uh, uh, you know, backtrack a, a bit, find somewhere safe to camp out. Until and it's dark. Until it's dark. Spend our time, get, you know, and then when we're ready, after, after, after it's dark, then we go and we start, we try our plan. Move under cover of darkness. Exactly, yeah. I agree with that plan. Della, Della agrees as well. Oh, man, I um, we have God to get we, we have to do we're gonna Woo. have to leave Reginald. Oh, and Lexington. Uh, 
That's what why timing is important. Um, so, <laughs> Baron wants to do a quick check before we leave and find cover. Uh, he wants to look at the architecture of the temple and see if it looks like it was made by dwarves, perhaps even slave dwarves, as we saw earlier mm. in the evening. So he's hoping that, in understanding that, perhaps as we get closer with his knowledge of engineering, he can find like a sewer entrance or some place where a dwarf would normally make, I'm kind of looking for like a death star weakness to get. Sure. Out. Sure. Sure. So should I roll? There's a hologram. Yeah. Sitting now, to the side. you know, mind you, this is very far away, but you can still get a sense of right. something. Oh, good. Nice. I was about to do touch of law, but that was better. Um, that is on engineering a 21. There is no indication even from this distance, five, six miles away from the front door of the cathedral, if there is one, that the dwarves had anything to do with the construction of this cathedral. Okay. You know, I think there's something strange happening. There's some... I don't know if it's as simple as dwarves being enslaved by giants to do their work. There's right. some kind of bond that we're not, we haven't seen yet, or we're not understanding. Yeah, because I, I still can't wrap my head around how the fire giants are dwarves. Yeah. Like, descended from dwarves. Yeah, there's, uh, if they adopted their culture, or, I don't, I really don't know. We have seen some, uh, you know, intermingling of the genes already with the dwarves and the spider creatures, and I wonder if there was some sort of strange breeding going on. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah, the, I, I'm, I, I think we should just try to, we, we have enough giant speakers, I think we should. Yeah. I do. Let's just take let's just take the night and you know rest and and hide these bodies. I guess. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do with the bodies? Uh, roll them off. Yeah, roll them off very quietly onto the far side of the wall, and like uh, the way you guys came in. Yeah, so they can't see. From so there's yeah. like they're sitting like right against the the barricade. <laughs> or yeah. if there's a, a tree trees this high near there's no the trees. Case. No, there's, I know inside there's not, but around there's not. not I don't. Right. No, there's nothing. I don't think it, there's it would be some either. work to drag them. You could easily push them off. Um, you got the two bodies of the Smilodons too, but um, they could have feasibly been killed by the lookouts. We can, you know, there there are crushed boulders and javelins. We could stab the javelins into their bodies. Yeah. yeah so you, like in typical true now four fashion. You want to make it look like they were jumped. I I'm, I, <laughs> yeah. I am going to use uh, um, one of my Orisons, which I've predetermined, which can't change, I guess. Um, wish. Uh, limited wish. <laughs> limited wish. <laughs> it's limited. It's limited. <laughs> it's only level zero. So I'm going to... This just fits in with Baron. It's brand. And I'm going to etch an indelible rune into... Um, the creature itself. Ah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, from my memory, put in the twisted heart, twisted nail uh, oh. uh, kind of logo in them. Oh, interesting. Ooh. It's like some, some, someone who survived from uh, Grenzeldeck, is that her name? From uh, Red Lake Fort. Red Lake Fort. Gristlecrack, Grenzeldeck. Yeah. Yeah, Grenzeldeck. Oh, so like someone that. from that. So it's kind of like, oh no, they're coming. He's been using Brand X. <laughs> is there a way we can leave information or get information back to humanity of like what we've discovered here? Yeah, can we send a raven? We send a raven. Send a raven. Uh, dark wings, dark birds. Yeah, I mean you don't have that magic user in your party. Yeah, you know you need a you need an oracle. I think we could send uh, or a cleric to scry. Yeah. Send Reginald back. Yes, yeah, post Reginald. a note on Reggie. Mm-hmm. Um, carrier horse. Uh, Okay, so you stage a uh, a break in at the OK Corral. 
and you backtrack back to the valley. You come to the point where it turns north again, where you guys were coming south, and you get to an area where you feel like safe, safe enough. You had walked a while before you came to these gates without being molested, so you find a safe little outcropping with the the rock wall to your back where you feel like you can camp out for the night. You say your prayers, you eat your vitamins, you heal your HP. Yeah, so it's around now, like before going down, that that, um, Sir Will would try to privately go to Della, like a little bit desperate, and tell her not to let him do that again. Della just kind of shrugs and gets all emo about it and throws her hair in front of her face. She thought she was so close with him. Like, she thought she was fine. Like, she, he had given her that big speech by any means necessary. And then, like, he had asked for it. He came out and asked for it. You didn't even that. hesitate, which I thought was interesting. Della didn't or yeah, didn't? you didn't. Oh, no. Well, she was Della, like, yeah. he's like, he wants it? Good. Boom. He's got it. Right. But now, she's like, what is she, what's with his moods? He's so changeable. Typical former atheist. <laughs> Um, so, and Umlo removes his armor as well, and while everyone's bedding down, anyone who looks sees that he's sitting, like, on a stone in his, like, dwarf underwear, um, just, like, kind of looking down at the steel hand and just kind of slowly, like, making a fist and opening it again, just flexing his hand, you hear this little, like, little metallic creak, like, as he's doing it. I'm just looking down. What's he thinking? He's more machine than man. You could ask him. Umlo, are you all right? <sighs> just uh, think about everything that I've lost, where I started, and where I am now. I've lost my sister, all my companions, and now I feel like, and he holds the hand up, I've lost a little bit of my soul as well. It's just, I'm not the same. I haven't been the same since that tomb. I know how you feel. I haven't felt much like myself lately either. I thought things were rather clear when I first arrived in Trunal, but now I'm not so sure. Sorry, we're talking about you now. Just trying to commiserate. Well, I I wasn't done. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I've lost charisma as well. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, it's... Do you know what it's like to lose a hand? I do not. To lose a part of your body like that and to be left with something like this. And it gives me power. Power that I couldn't have dreamed of before. And it's... I left home trying to find a connection to where I came from to my clan and I found it it's right here but it's taken so much from me and he like looks at it he shakes his head and he's like 
to top it all off, this is the hand I used to pleasure myself with. <laughs> <laughs> Smashes the rock next to him. <laughs> a Baron overhears this exchange. And he kind of says over his shoulder as he's sharpening his gun. It's almost to just the perfect point. Uh, and he says, Don't feel like you've been yourself lately, huh? Well, if we don't do something about this, there won't be any being at all. He turns to Will and he says, like, he grabs his wrist by the steel hand. He says, like, you keep an eye on me. Don't let me put the group at risk. I can't control myself sometimes with this thing. Fear not. I will not leave your, leave your side or let you put yourself in unnecessary danger. If you have to put me down, put me down. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. It's become like a slogan for the group. Yeah. Wow. When you think about everything that every character from way back in the beginning the tug of war has gone through there's an argument to be made that no one's lost more than him yeah mm. oh, and now he's course. losing oh, yeah. himself in it too well I mean Lork but fuck him <laughs> <laughs> hey easy <laughs> left us it's not funny <laughs> that was Dallas th- that was Dallas thought process by the way uh, fucker so Baron one other thing and Baron doesn't share this, but Baron inside, he's gone a different route than the cleric or the the uh, cavalier paladin route, but he's still in kind of a holier cleric-y area with Inquisitor. And as an Inquisitor who have necessary lives, lies and can change their alignment and disguise themselves and kind of do anything necessary, his eyebrow goes up and he's totally confused that Lork, or Lork, Sir Will just said that he would euthanize Umlo if he went too far but won't take the demon's blood. Like, for him, it doesn't make sense at all. Well, I mean, that's not exactly what I was saying, but... You said you'd put him down. I did not say, I will put you down. Oh. I just alluded. The by any means necessary thing has become this kind of catch-all right. of, like, how far are you willing to go? Mm. We'll see, you know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you, there's there's every reason to believe you're going to be tested in ways you've never been tested. So what will people be willing to do? It's not all going to be hill giant fights and smilodons that give you a little tough time and then you kill them. It has been. Maybe the fortune's been going too well in the party's direction. But nonetheless, you all sleep surprisingly well. And you wake up to a typically gray Minderhall Valley day. Oh, we were going to leave at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it was afternoon, so we were going to... I was actually sleeping the day. Yeah. And then go... We wake, wake up, up like typically 2 o'clock in the morning. Typically dark night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typically Just like Very, very dark Typical night. Galarian sunless night. <laughs> <laughs> it's this fantasy world. <laughs> and, uh... You make your way back. Well, yeah, I mean, you know how there's that, that time of night around, you know, when we were having the campfire where you can hear, I mean, it comes through Sirenscape, but you can hear like the insects and the birds and all that stuff, but then there's a time of night when it's just like dead. It is now the very witching hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when we start moving. Right, and you know, the, the mountain peaks around you are getting higher and higher and higher as they lead toward the highest peak that you've seen so far, and so that's blocking out 
even the the nature sound that made you feel a little bit at ease. You don't even have right. that anymore. It's colloquially a little too quiet. You make it back, you see the bodies of the Etten and the Hill Giant, the Smilodons, they're already starting to rot. It stinks, but it doesn't appear that anybody's seen it. So you're lucked out uh, this time. You make your way up, take your guys' time. Some of you... So we're, we're re-outfitting here. Like, Yeah, what is everybody wearing? Will did not put his Oscross armor back on. He put the hybrid lance, the armor, all of this stuff in the bag of holding. He is wearing plus one leather and has his longsword. Plus that's one it. leather and a regular <laughs> non-magical longsword. Yes, and a regular <laughs> non-magical wolf. Why not uh, Roselight? Yeah, well, rose light. Oh, okay. yeah, my long sword. Yeah, okay. Um, Della but, has to put the horn in the bag too. I realize I've been encumbered this whole time. Yeah. Oh, that's why yeah. my self was my self was a big down. old horn. Yeah. Seven uh, pounds. And and Umlo has gone back to his regular armor. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, actually, I don't know. I don't know what it was. We had a set of plus one studded leather or something. That was Joe. We that resized it for her. Yeah, that was right, yeah. Baron, you're you're sticking with your leathers, right? Sticking with my leathers. I wish I had a hat. I wish someone would take uh, craft hats, uh, but no one has. Uh, but I have my um, plus one giant's bane crossbow out as as, a, as to be stealthy like. Uh, Umlo actually had a plus two breastplate, which is even better. Yeah, I just saw that. AC-wise. So his AC is a little better. Yeah, his AC. But that's still twenty now, or is it? Is it? Oh, that's medium armor. Do I still have a condition on? Possibly, but. Uh, anyways, it's definitely it's it's a plus eight to his AC as opposed to a plus seven, so yeah. it's uh, definitely better. Um, and now he's got that plus two strength. Yep. So you climb back up. Some it's easier than others. How you get? You know, you, get, you find you figure out a way to get Lexington up there. Was there a, ever a question of leaving Lexington behind with Reggie? Because I'm assuming you left Reggie back in the woods. In the yeah, world. there there was a question. Uh, did Will, you? Yeah, Will kind of like talked it over with Lexington to kind of take his temperature on uh, staying behind and guarding. If he, if he was to take all the armor he off. He stuck his finger in Lexington's butt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not even a thermometer, just his finger. Just, uh, let me roll a quick touch attack. <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he licks his finger. 98.6 exactly. 98.6 exactly. No, he, he kind of Felt out his mood, and Lexington wants in. He Lexington wants to wants go. In. Even Sans armor. So, he's in. Wow. Two arcane pull points, by the way. Two arcane pull points. You guys, find your way up, back up to the top. And remind me what that's for? Knowledge pool. It's for, for spells what? that he can prepare that he... Uh, he doesn't normally have. She, right? So, you already prepared them. You're just not telling us what they are. Exactly. Got it. I was trying to... Well, I'll tell you, one of them is invisibility. The oh. other... We'll see. Is a mystery. Is a mystery. Is it plus ten to stealth for Sir Will? How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are atop the thing, and I'm just gonna make the decision for you. You all make your way into the yard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're really doing it. We're doing it. What? It's been nice. It's been fun playing these characters. <laughs> <laughs> they had a really good run. Yeah. They really did. <laughs> no one's going to say they didn't. They're going to go out in the high note. It's going to be great. So I'm going to divert. Nace is going to defer to the dwarves, as I assume so will, will because we can't see very far. So. Right. 
Um, I'm okay to take the lead and stealth ahead if, uh, Nestor, I can look a little bit out further if you'd like to join me. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll come with you. I think Della has earned the right as a deputy to decide her own fate now. If you guys are going to stealth ahead, Della will stay with Sir Will. And Umlo? And Umlo. Umlo and I can see in the dark, but that way we, we have a little bit of... So we're not going to blindfold Umlo. Umlo. I think... I mean, I think he's just got to keep his eyes down. Yeah, I think at night we don't if need to blindfold him. If he's going to be stealthy, him. he's got to be able to be able to see his feet at least. Right. Okay, let me just get my D100. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> got it. Also, I want to keep Lexington in mind because he's uh, Sir Will is going to look to Lexington a lot for his scent ability. His yeah. giants are very, very pungent. So if there's giants within 60 feet that maybe Will can't see, mm-hmm. uh, Lexington will react to that. Oh, every 30 feet. I'm going to touch the ground with a hand of stone and use tremor sense mm. to feel any so creatures. Between you and Lexington, I mean, Lexington's got a little farther reach because of the 60 feet, right? With sense. Right. Yeah, and the wind is at your back, so. Gonna, so that's bad. No, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, you're, the wind is in our face. Yeah, you're downwind? We're downwind. Yeah, downwind. Yeah. Wind is in your face, so you're, you're getting that. Um, so active sense. stank. It's stanky. <laughs> it's actually incredibly stinky. It must yeah. smell horrible. I mean, yeah. Horrible. And Dell's scimitar is sheathed, by the way. Uh-huh. No, it's not sheath. It's just not on fire. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, now this is where it comes in. Yep. Standard mm-hmm. action to turn on fire. Mm-hmm. Command word. Uh, so, I mean, before you, the nearest camp you can see is up and to the left as the valley is beginning to widen out three or four hundred yards. Um, and there's cook fires everywhere. You see little blips of flames in the distance and these hulking shadows <laughs> you know just passing in front of the fires you hear fires. you don't know if it's fighting you definitely hear some fighting could be fucking could be you know gambling there's all sorts of guttural noises in the distance the wall next to you has some crooks and crags if you hug the wall I mean you're going to be pretty good for a while what do you guys do I think we should do that Nestor let's uh Mosey out down this wall. Yeah, sounds good, mate. Oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk. Um, you know, we creep. You creep, creep up to that first camp, and uh, it's actually empty right now, or seemingly empty. You don't see any people inside, um, but there is a cook fire outside of it the nearest camp from that is you know another hundred yards to the right another hundred yards forward hundred yards to the left they're all pretty well spaced but you have some cover if you wanted to run up to it and like peek around the corner peek around see what's going on um what do you guys do would we judge that that would be we would be safer to take cover behind the tent than it would be to kind of hug the wall and keep moving? Well, it's good. As long as there's no one behind you right now, which right now there isn't, unless someone else just came through the gates, that's you're, you're safe right now. Anything after this is fair game. <laughs> <laughs> Troy can't help but just, like, smile when he says this. <laughs> it's a real smile-a-don. Smile-a-don. Um, I mean, do we want to check out one of these, one of these tents? Or is it just... I, I mean, I'm, I'm more inclined to just keep moving. I mean, yeah, I'm tempted, as always, to take a duck seat, but, I mean, you know. What's, pre- what, Nestor, what do you feel? What do you, given the choice, 
death or treasure? Oh, God, don't make me choose. Wait, wait, death and treasure or life and no treasure? Well, but death and treasure is like two of my favorite things, so... <laughs> yeah. I should be clear. Well, no. Your death and treasure. Oh, you didn't specify. Um, <laughs> I still don't know. Uh, but let's... Uh, yeah, I'd like to take a quick peek, though. Let's take a peek. Do you let's want... take a peek. All right. And then I touch... Do you want to touch a law? I can do us both touch a law so we get really good stealth checks. Or do you want to roll? Uh, I'll, yeah, so touch a lot would be good. Yeah. Uh, Baron touches both of us. Uh, Baron and, and Nestor with touch of law. And he said, yo, Torag, a favor. And then um, if we have to do a stealth check, I automatically get a 25. Okay. And uh, Nestor, roll yours. Uh, well, I get a 20, uh, 27. Nestor and Baron creep up to the tent while the rest of you stay behind at the wall. It's quiet. Dell says to Will. Silence. You would know if there's a giant in there. The Too smell quiet. is unbearable. And you see to your right just piles of excrement. Oh, oh God. So as big as, you know, comes up to Baron's waist. Uh, this is silly, but a quick survival check. Is it giant shit? Yes. I'll save you the roll. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I stick my hand in. 98.6 degrees, exactly. <laughs> Bit nutty. Um, oh fuck! That scared the shit out of me. The uh, you know the the entrance flap is on the other side, which is looks out on the whole camp. Uh, but you are behind it safely, and Will and Della and Lexington and Umlo are back at the wall, looking at you guys, just like backs against this camp. And you see, like the campfire is lighting the the thing up, so it kind of like casts. Uh, you know, like a puppet show. <laughs> if you were inside the camp, you could uh, like that Brady Bunch episode when they were camping. Are we able to see? Are we able to see? <laughs> Jurassic Park isn't worth watching. <laughs> are we able to see anything else from this position? Uh, no, you're you are at the you know the the easternmost portion uh-huh. of the first like settlement, for lack of a better word. So until you come around to the other side, that's when you're really going to see the camp. I'm going to move unfold around. Proper. I'm going to move around. You can roll over your stealth checks because there's no one in that vicinity, and you come around and just dart right into the tent because you know it's unoccupied, mm-hmm. and it stinks. There's a couple of flaps and furs, and no. Nothing else uh, of note. It's, it's pretty ramshackle. Um, but you see out before you just the same scene over and over again of camps. You see uh, a group of like four or five Edmonds together. You see a bunch of ogres. You see stone giants. You haven't seen stone mm-hmm. giants really other than the glances you get when you took your first peek. Um, you, see, you see these giants that look like Vikings. And that's something Nestor would recognize. Yeah, frost giants. Uh, you know, they're all hanging out together. They, they're not sitting by the fire. Uh, <laughs> that's how you first notice them. Uh, and, you know, these they're all pretty far away. And there's like, you know, there's still that throng of people with their weapons in hand going to the north. And there's the still hell? other people. Uh, okay, can I ask you more about this? Sure. Now, now that we're in here, are, are they in formation of any kind? Are they random? The formation that there is is the column leading straight up to the main gate. And it's a single file? Or are they like in a single file no, type line? It snakes its way through uh, to the valley, like around the camps. It's like Coachella. But is, it, but is it like one person like standing, one giant standing right behind the other? For the most part. I mean, sometimes it's two by two. But it's, And where are the tributes? Like, what's happening? Where are the fighting pits? Yeah. 
What is happening? So what many is questions. happening? So many questions. <laughs> um, we should have come during the day. But you can... Yeah, what the fuck? Can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nestor, you're having a, a, a real tough time. You can see, obviously, the, the what's going on right in front of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Bear, and your, your dark vision goes a little bit farther, but... Um, you know, you can't see a ton. You just see that snaking column of people leading up to the cathedral, which is still five miles away at this point. And then people with weapons going to the north and people with provisions and timber going to the south. And then just various groups of segregated giants sitting at their camps. And you just happen to find an empty one. But for how long? And, uh, just- so Will, Della, and Umlo still back at the wall. Which way is uh, civilization from here? The closest thing they could attack? Which direction? Which cardinal direction? Which ways? Uh, like if they wanted to attack a settlement in Belkson and, and go out towards Trunau and all that area. Oh, they would have to go. Um, well, north is Trunau. Yeah, northeast. Northeast. There's just some weapons people moving north. Um, uh, yeah, this is basically like a, a, a checkpoint in like Resident Evil or something. So. Baron waves everyone else to come up to us now since we are just confident no one else is around. Pick up the flag. You guys. They're all on this. Lexington's pads up. The smell Quietly. is overwhelming. Uh, roll perception check, everybody. Bill is going to cover her uh, cover her mouth. Uh, would would uh, Lexington r- rolling scent be relevant or just perception for us? Uh, just perception. Uh, Lexington is like very uncomfortable from the smell. 20 for Sir Will. 13. Dell doesn't see shit. 12. Uh, 17. <gasps> so Willamette with a natty 18. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> gets the 20. Um, yeah, nothing, uh... Nothing, Damn it. Nothing really important. You, you're trying to, like, discern something of this. Now you're in there. Trying to figure out right, what's going on. What? How does How does this all work? And you're oh, looking... Fucking two. And you're looking and you just... Still doesn't quite make sense. And... and I mean, you're very far away. It would make sense that you still can't quite piece it all together. But where do you go from but here? What well, are the what are the? Uh, do we have any indication of who was at this camp? Like what uh, kind of giants? No, no. Okay. What's our? What, are we just kind of making our way generally towards the cathedral? Uh, that, that was that's what I thought. But are there any more significant structures? Besides the cathedral, or is everything else temporary? Is uh, it only tents? The only other structure that you can see from where you are, you're about another mile before the valley starts to turn to the north and the south. You know what I mean? Like, you still got rock oh, so wall. So it's really far away. you got rock wall on either side of you, so you still got to go another mile before it starts to turn to those roads that are where these two, you know, where the two different kinds of giants are going. Not different kinds, but you know what I mean? Those guys are going that way, those guys are going that way. You got another mile or so before the the rock wall opens up. Um, wait, what was your exact question? Are there any structures of significance oh, the only that are more than just significance tents? that you can't really see in the dark, but you can see from the, enough of the campfires that are closer to it is this circumference of a wall around a stone wall? Uh, no, it, just a palisade that is like circular, but you you can't see where it goes because it goes past where the north and south passages are. But it's big. Uh. Um, and the snaking column leads up to the center of it. Well, well, let's just, I think we should, without any better ideas, just keep making our way towards that cathedral. Right. If we see something else along the way that's interesting, we can pursue it, but at the point, at the moment, I think it's our best course of action. Yeah, maybe with I the, agree. yeah, maybe with the idea of like, yeah. So we can I, go that way for now, but I'm kind of curious as to what the people taking building supplies, where they're going, but we'll, 
Let's get a little further before we make any decisiones. Yeah. They're building a headquarters, and then eventually someone's going to start pumping out units, and then the the orcs will fight the pirates and Warcraft. <laughs> it's like Warcraft too. Yeah, it's exactly like Warcraft. The gathering lumber and iron. Work, work, work. <laughs> <laughs> work, work, work. Um, um, so yeah, I think we can continue stealthing along, and uh, Baron in particular, every thirty feet, tremor sensing on the ground. And looking for tiny cracks and crevices and many side side passages we could go along. Yeah, go ahead and roll a uh, you know a perception check, Baron. Just looking at the rock wall. There you go. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So you guys are closer to the uh, wall in the south right mm-hmm. now. That's where that camp was. I mean, it's, it's a ways away. But I am having trouble. Do you don't have a representation of this of any kind? I'm having trouble picturing it in my head. Um. So here's the valley, and it just starts to open it up. It opens here. up, um, so and there are roads like on a, either side of it. Yeah, there are ro- as it opens up. There's a road that goes to the north, road that goes to the south, and then to the east is where the cathedral and the palisade is. Okay, so right. it kind of opens up like a uh, like a beautiful flower, like a beautiful flower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, think okay. of it that way. It's blooming from, from birth the, canal from the gate where you killed <laughs> like the a giant uterus, Etna and the hill giants. It goes for a mile and then it starts to open it up. It really is a uterus. It is. Um, but Baron, just looking to the rock wall that's closest to you, which is the one to the south, um, you see cracks and crevices like you, f- you maybe you could sneak in, but nothing of note, not like secret passages or anything like that. Uh, it's just... 31 for stone cutting, FYI. <laughs> it's a, I mean, you interesting. this makes sense. It's a perfect place to build this thing. It seems completely secluded and hidden. What's the perfect place to seclude a huge army? Because anyone who's going anyone that comes in is gonna get choked out. Yeah, they'll never see it coming. Mm-hmm. I'm now understanding why, when we were preparing to storm Red Lake Fort, you continually said fork because there are a million forks. I know you read ahead in the campaign. You're a good GM. You're getting ready. <laughs> Foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing. <laughs> perfect. All right, so you guys want to go? Keep moving along to the wall. I think. So go back to the wall and keep moving towards the south. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. With that. Um, all right, so you keep moving uh, towards the south, and there are other camps to the side of you, and now those camps are starting to be populated. Uh, you see a group of hill giants at the first camp to your right. It's a little farther inland than the, ca- the uh, campsite that you went to, so if you wanted to like run up to it, not that you would, six or seven hill giants there, uh, it'd be a little farther of a run than the one that you guys just ran to. Um, Beyond that, you can see other groups of giants that are even farther away. Um, you now see there is some movement between the camps. There is a uh, cart being pushed around. And as you come up to this camp, roll a perception check. Natural 20 for Sir Willamette. So Which is a 22. Sir Will. <laughs> uh, 24. 14. You know, 23. 23. So, Sir Will is like, oh, it looks so pretty, that I natural 20. I see something, 20. but you, you know, your eyes aren't that good in the dark, so you can't quite piece right. it all together. Luckily, Baron's like, oh yeah, I see it too. It's this like cart being pulled by four ogres with another ogre kind of like leading the charge, and they're shoveling stuff into the cart. From these hill giants, Poop. and can't tell from where you're standing. Della certainly can't tell, and Baron, even with the 24, 23, whatever it was, you're not sure. But they're shoveling stuff into the cart and just moving on, moving freely about, whereas everybody else kind of keeps to themselves. That's what you see. 
I so, mean, they, they could and they're be, ogres. They're, you guys have fought enough ogres at this point. They very well could be moving shit. Yeah, sanitation just, crew. Yeah, just to avoid dysentery and such. Yeah, I mean, for a big army. We've seen a lot of it so far. Um, yeah, cholera is a bitch. Um, can we time things along in, in in concert with this cart to conceal ourselves to a greater degree? Uh, it's it's certainly not impossible, but you have to formulate a plan. They're now coming. Uh, they're going now towards the north. You guys are on the south wall. They're turning around and going to another camp that's like, you know, a hundred yards north of those hill giants. Hmm. God, this is so hard to picture. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so there is. Just imagine that if if you're in immediate danger, I'll let you know. Well, so is there the people that were shoveling into the, the whatever was into the cart? They're cart. still there as the cart moves along. No, they're pulling the cart, and there's like someone giving orders to the cart. There's like a boss and four workers. So as the cart moves along, there's no one left at the spot where the stuff is being shoveled. Just the hill giants that were living at that. <sighs> okay. How, how how big is the cart? Could we all fit in it and hide underneath whatever's going on in there? You think it's it's entirely possible. How you would get over there, you're not sure, but it's is it big enough to fit all of you? Yeah. I want to hide in that cart. You just love to rub yourself in shit. It's, <laughs> oh, it's just, that's you just are so thing. into rubbing giant shit all over Cor- yourself. Corpphilia? Cor- corphilia? <laughs> mm. um, I, I mean, I 100% take Nestor and Baron's lead here. Because I, I can't see much. I'm not, you know, a stealthy guy. I'm just taking their their lead i'll do whatever they say yeah uh i mean if it, i mean if we it would be hard to get all five of us onto that cart especially with umlo right yeah and like where's the one person, where's the cart going yeah better right now to stay the carts together. you know where it, it's it's been you can tell it came from you know the direction of where the cathedral was and now it's looping around and going north and there's some camps up there that start to skirt the road that goes north yeah, but that's the thing. And you like, could zip from camp to camp and get over there. Getting in the car might be another. Yeah, yeah that's and once, every time it stops. I mean, what's the stop? We just have more poo on top of it, and that makes Baron happy. <laughs> I mean, but we could be spotted like every time it stops. I'd no, say we, we, just we don't keep go in. That's fine. It was just an idea. Keep going forward. Keep going forward. Yeah, forward keep going along the going. south. Okay, car takes off towards the north. You guys keep going forward, and eventually the valley opens to your left, and you see giants ahead of you they can't see you or they're not looking you know you're anyone any like smart giant would be able to look and see you know five guys there aren't many of those girl just like (laughs) hiding in the darkness but it's darkness that you're not near any light you're just standing in the shadows as these giants are just carrying bags carrying wood and everything down to the south do we overhear anything conversations um no but roll a perception check 15, 20, 21, 6. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, you, it's, it seems a lot quieter of a situation to the south and a lot louder to the north. Is it the sounds of fighting to the north? Is it like they're, the guys that are going north with weapons Sir are Will going does, to the fighting pits? Sir Will doesn't know. I mean, Nestor, it does sound a little raucous it's, it's the fighting pits. And, you know, now that you're looking... Now that you've reached a point where you can see to the south, now you can see to the north as well, and you just see um, giant lights in the distance, like half a dozen or so that are not camp- like not campfires, like enormous circles of light 
up in the distance to the north. I think I th- bodies everywhere, you know, casting shadows on the walls. It, something's going on up there. Yeah, I think we have to go south quickly before they come back to their camp. Go. We just walk past. So I think we should go south. Let's go. Take the turn, guys. Screw it. Just like take the turn and start going south. Stealthily, stealthily, stealthily. Carefully, carefully. Um, just going along. It's getting late. It is. It's late. getting early. It's getting early. Early. <laughs> um, early bird catches the worm. You can see in the distance the valley ends and curves back around towards the cathedral. Ooh. And in this end of the valley, there are numerous haphazardly pitched, massive hide tents all across the valley floor and along the uh, canyon walls. And as you would assume, and as you've already seen, these giants generate a ton of waste. So the smell is overwhelming as you turn down this side. There's less ventilation. There are pits in the back of the canyon. Giant fire pits just blazing and you know just from the smell that they're incinerating their own waste in these Mm. pits Della feels something run over her feet and then Baron feels something run over his feet as well you guys look down and there's there's like a ton of rats all around you They're running away from the fire. They're running towards another pit in the back that isn't on fire. The whole area is infested with rats. Oh, my God. Oh. you got to, like, kick them away, but you don't want to make too much of a motion and cause a scene. You don't want to scream, Ah, rats! <laughs> have a giant see you. Baron's uh, thinking to himself, Thank God it's not spiders, or else Sir Will would be screaming! <laughs> oh, I mean, my God! It's so infested with rats. You can see up in the distance in a campfire, like, giants, like, wagering over rat fights as rats fight over trash. They're big-ass rats. You know, these, like, New York subway rats just fighting. Pizza rat? See, it's you know, pizza rat! The, one, the ones of you with the yeah. best eyesight can see them, like... Hey, no cheering on rats. This is the situation. God, they must be bored. Uh, there's, a, you know, there's a variety of giants, uh, as you've seen so far, tromping about the encampments. Though the majority of these you see are hill giants, ettins, and more cave giants, like you find ogres, recently. right? Uh, no, you don't see a lot of ogres here. Oh, it looks the only like ogres he- you've seen are you know the spatterings of some and the ones leading that uh, cart. I think there's like a case system going on here, like in India. Like uh, there's, there, I think the ogres are relegated to like sh- uh, muckraking, as Rag would Funny say. Funny you should mention that because for the muckers. first time you see among these encampments right. evidence of spouses oh. and children. Wow. Giant children. Hill giant children. Oh, wow. Etten children. Whoa. Cave, mongrel, cave giant children. Bigger than all of you, but... Together you know, and they're, they're at they're the like, different camps. They're at their different camps. Wow. So whoever these groups are, they have their wives and their children with them. Non-combatants, possibly. Intelligence officers. The only other thing you notice as the valley starts to turn around back towards uh, the perimeter wall that surrounds the plateau that the cathedral is on. By the way, that just wraps around this 
perimeter walls in complete circle all around is a uh, a large cave opening in the western wall of the uh, end of the valley. Is that where they were carrying the stuff? Were they carrying like bags? No, and you don't see. And... Once in a while, you might see a, a giant go near there, but for the most part, is there a way to get to that opening without being seen? Or is it across all of them? It's across all of them. I mean, you can keep skirting along the what wall. What if we ran? Ran straight through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really big rats. I mean, at this point, it's, at this point, it's not impossible. But uh, let's light Umlo on fire and just have him <laughs> distraction. The, the direction of the cave is leading away from the cathedral. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So maybe. we could have come in that cave from another direction. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. God, Troy, that I shrug guess. was so unconvincing. I can't believe you're an actor. <laughs> I don't know. That maybe. Uh, I guess. I, say I mean, I, back I think we have to start killing kids. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and not even giant kids. Just real. The hybrid. The hybrid. Die better. You see, like Will standing there with like the head of a giant baby, and it's like it's necessary. Baron. Baron just says, "Curiouser and curious." I can't get a finger on this, Sir Will. <laughs> I think. I mean, unless we want to go check out the cave, which seems risky, I think we got to keep moving towards the cathedral. Unless there's some sort of dungeoneering trick to let us know that the cave goes right into the bottom of the cathedral. But probably not, so let's go to the cathedral. I mean, all you, all you can see is from where it is. It is in the western wall, so it's like in the direction of the cathedral, because the cathedral is... But you'd have to go past the cathedral. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't... All it right. looks like it's going in another direction, but you don't know. It's a cave. For shit's sake, man. What can you do here? There's nothing to do. Let's follow Take that room. wall. You can't talk to anybody. Yeah. I can't Pardon believe... me, sir. Yeah, you can't charm anybody. <laughs> lead us to the... Uh... Actually, you know what? If we had like a level eight bard right here... Yeah, if we had a bard or just a, or a wizard or, or any... any <laughs> yeah, mean, we could do a, a Where's charm. Third Street? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Baron We're wa- newlyweds on our way to the cathedral. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. You know the way to Santa Fe. Baron approaches. What's your first name? I don't know. <laughs> Baron approaches the first adolescent giant he sees and says, "Hey, man, you know where I can score some drugs?" <laughs> All right. You know, if we put, immediately murders. If we, <laughs> he eats Baron. We can put on. Della can put on the armor of Oskroth and do and. Enlarge herself and then do disguise self and try to convince them she's a giant. Oh. For five rounds, yeah. There we go. <laughs> for thirty yeah. seconds. For thirty seconds. For thirty seconds. Better get all that info and get out of there, Cinderella. <laughs> I'm heading to the cave. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess follow the wall. You know, there. Yeah. The one thing you can do is you could keep going around and get to the palisade wall, or you could make a run for it if you time it to get to the palisade wall because you're. You know, the valley opened up like a flower, yeah. and then the wall is here. I'm all for making a run for it. Could make yeah, a run let's for make it. a run for you it. You time it, you think. You know, there's no fires there. The camps are all at the end of the valley. Do this we also get the sense, and I know it's dark, but we watched a little bit during the day. Do we get the sense that there aren't many giants right now beyond the Palisade Wall? That there, Or that, we couldn't see, I guess. But the, uh, yeah. We couldn't see. But we got the sense the that there were giants that wanted in. And couldn't get in. You definitely got that. Sense. Yeah. So I think that or, there, or that there's a line. There's a more there's elite sort group of inside. System, maybe you know, but you haven't seen. You have to earn it. You haven't seen the actual what's going on at the actual gate. 
if there is right. one singular gate, but you yeah. see a snaking line that leads to there. Um, let's let's make a run for it. Let's make a run. Yeah, for it. let's make a run for All it. Right. When you guys got to the point of the valley where it's spread out to the road to the north and the south, that gate is still another four miles away. So you just see the snaking calling lead to there. Yeah. But you make a run for it, and uh, you know it's a long run. Are you guys I, running? God damn it! Like. It's going to be like a three-mile run, so it's be like jogging in the dark. It was a three-mile run? Yeah. When I, mean, I say made a run for it, it's not like 40 feet. But I there's mean, no hey, light. We all, we're all in light encumbrance. There's we're no all, light. We're all athletes yeah. here. But three miles is nothing. nothing. Yeah, it's still, however, it's going to take like at least 20 minutes. So? As opposed to walking around the wall and doing it. Do, but he said boxes. specifically we had a window. All right. If you time it perfectly... You could do a run. Dell's worried about her cardio. <laughs> Lexington has Della no problem jogging three miles. Yeah, I know. It's easy for Sir Will to say. Just like Lexington, do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm worried about the dwarves. They can they run. They don't. They run as fast as them. <laughs> and almost blindfolded. No. Yeah, and uh, I'm like, no, I'm almost, uh, Well, you can always cast. My hand. You can always cast haste on all of us, and we could run across very quickly. That's true. Very that, quickly. I'm really, uh, I'm really worried about if we get into a situation. Oh, right? no, no, I bet you are. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is the situation to use it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, it's, it only lasts, like, it wouldn't help that much. How many rounds? Because it only lasts seven rounds, rounds, so. Seven yeah. rounds. It'll give you a nice. Less than a minute. Nice boost. I don't think it's worth it. I'd, would be I'd like rather the, play it safe. The red shoes and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> All right. Let's just go, man. Let's just go. Let's just go. We, right. A light jog. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to keep your... Good thing you changed your armor. Nestor, roll a stealth check. You're leading the stealth charge. Touch of... Uh, uh 32. <laughs> <laughs> so I just see Nestor, like, literally being like, stop doing that, stop doing that. Run like this. High knees. Lexington? High knees. Lexington. Cut the shit. <laughs> you know, three-mile run is no joke. Three-and-a-half-mile run, you know. But you make it there. Nice yeah. to do it silently. You yeah. know, there's nice. There's not as much traffic, foot traffic coming to the south. You notice that there's a lot of busy stuff going up north. Most of the traffic coming to the south was during the day. The, this these families, they're home for the night. Whatever's happening there. So, what stands before you is a uh, palisade wall, fifty feet high. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, shit. 50 feet high, and I mean, you can't see where it starts and where it begins. Oh, my God. Where it starts or where it begins? Or where it begins. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> anyone else catch that? All right. Uh, <laughs> you, you heard me. <laughs> I know what I said. I know what I said. <laughs> um, Tremor sense. Boom. Right as we get to the wall. There are hundreds and hundreds of giants yeah, around I mean, us. You know, just... No, it's thirty feet. Wise, you, you don't feel anything around you. So we should be able to climb the the palisade wall if we needed to, right? Uh, it's not impossible, um, but it's a tough climb. It it's, is for it's, Lexington. It's a sheer. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. for Lexington. I mean, you just leave them behind. <laughs> grappling hook. We got grappling hooks and ropes. It we'll, is, cer- we'll it is certainly uh, not impossible, but like you know, it's a it's failure. Could be bad. Can we do a perception? Oh man! Can we do a perception for? I don't know. How how new is the wall? Is it relatively newly built? Fresh wood? Uh, yes, yes, okay. and that would make sense why the whole valley. So it's is probably sealed pretty well. There's probably no gaps. 
<laughs> we yeah. could dig. We could dig. Dig. Dwarves are good at tunnels. You saw all those Did you bring a like spade? I brought a David. Is that in your gear? I brought a <laughs> Show me your character sheet. <laughs> I brought a David spade. Oh, he Straight actually has just a Just shoot me. <laughs> oh, my God. He has a spade. It's 2.5 pounds. Um, um, I could dig with a grappling hook. Nine hours later? This is the, <laughs> this is the closest the you've been to the cathedral now, too, and you just see this hulking you know, edifice just you know, beyond this palisade here. Um, and there were three towers that make it up. It is, it's, it's beautiful. Not that you have time to like take in the scene, and it's certainly dark. Um, but you can just see this hulking, huge building that goes up into the clouds. I mean, Della could fly up and drop, fly up and drop a rope. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm wondering if there's if I can just like, God. But we still, Lexington is still. Probably. I mean, who who would have thought we got th- we'd get this far? I'm wondering <laughs> yeah. if I can just let Lexington go. I mean, he's not armored. He has no markings on him. He could just appear to be a wild wolf. We're going to eat him. Did you ever see? Um, Old Yeller, where they took the dog out back and shot him in the head. I can do that for you. You're not helping. Me. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to get us over this wall. I mean, well, when I all, say that we only have like throw him in the haversack. very short amount of time to make this decision, Ho- throw him in the, the bag of holding. Yeah, I, I roll a perception check. Oh dear. See, you yeah, see, like Skid. See what you did. I see. Fourteen. Twenty-five. Twenty-seven. Fifteen. What was it? Twenty-seven. Nice star. As you're standing there talking, um, worried. <laughs> this is what he always it's, says. It's, pacing it's and, a wolf. and trying to figure out what, what the hell to do. Skid nailed it. Oh, shit, indeed. You smell a very strong waft of shit. But it's not coming from the direction where the camps were. Mm. It's coming just up the way along the wall. I think I may have smelt an alternative way in. Come with me. Sewage pipe. And I move along towards the smell. A trough. Nestor falls asleep. I just imagine you guys in the darkness here. You know, because the camps, now that you've come into this side of the valley, now you're coming back. Now you're walking back towards all those camps that are in the middle, but you're still far enough along the wall here that you're away from any light besides the light of the moon. Following the stench, it's getting stronger and stronger. And as you scout along the Palisade's circumference, you see a channel dug under the Palisade, which is leaking brownish sludge. We're going to Shawshank this shit right now! (laughs) First Shawshank. Into like a very small mountain stream. There are streams about not as much as you saw as you were walking through the valley, but this sludge is just literally going into this little runoff of a stream. It's much too small for a giant to fit through, so probably why they're not paying too much attention to it. But it's not too uh, small for a medium-sized humanoid. Only we're sneaking into the prison. Well, I say we have a chance here to take the brown road, as my old dad used to say. (laughs) Your your dad's a pervert. (laughs) He was. Did you know him? No, but I've heard about him. You sound as if you know him. You talk about him a lot, so I feel like I do. uh, I feel like I know him. uh, I'm I'm not proud. I'm not fancy like many of you. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm more than willing to crawl along this sluice and see what's on the other side sluice. of this wall. Sluice. Yeah, I think that's... I mean, I, I Is this feasible good. for Lexington? Yeah, I mean, it's... 
Okay. It's it's more gross than anything, but it's it's feasible. You're gonna have to squeeze through. We can fit. And you're squeezing. He's gonna be dog paddling through this duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will apologizes profusely. It says, "You know, I would never ask you to do this if it wasn't absolutely necessary, Lexington." You might have to handle animal on this. Push him. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't want to go in. You're tasking you, him to go in, and it, he doesn't want to do it. Um. So that Lexington throw. A I think day. I think that I can push him. Uh, exactly with a touch of law. I was about to offer it, but since it's you tried to drive my character, no touch of law. <laughs> it's a DC 25, so I need exactly an 11. And what's your hand animal? Plus 14. There you go. What do you think? Barry? Well, I've already used two of them. I only have four left, so uh, I <laughs> say keep... Let's. Can we tie him out front like we're at a store? Can we do that? Lexington <laughs> will not be tied, Sheriff. <laughs> Uh, well, there are uh, those in bondage currently inside that we need to rescue, so I will help you, Sir Will. Thank you, Sheriff. Lexington, say thank you. Um, Lexington, just do it. Yo, 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 <laughs> He's like, thank you for going through this Fuck shit? Off. <laughs> may this, May this write another chapter in the friendship of Yomadai and Torag. Nice. All right, so an exactly 25 to push him to go in. Lexington, Sir Will. Della, Baron, Nestor, and Umlo crawl through a mile of shit <laughs> and come out full of shit on the other side. <laughs> I mean, it is disgusting. You are literally oh. crawling through a s- giant cesspit. Actually, a uh, mile? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a mile. Um, you, go, you, know, you go 20, 30, 40, 50 feet or so, and then you come out on the other side, and you are within the wall. <laughs> this is crazy! This is insane. <laughs> and we smell amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad news. But standing before you is a great stone cathedral sitting atop a wide plateau, as I've mentioned, carved right into the side of the largest peak that you've seen overlooking the valley. Now that you're within these walls from the grounds below, you can see a flight of huge stairs <laughs> just staggering its way up the mountain slope. The rise of each step is actually carved directly into the mountain face, and there are tall poles decorated with, it must be skulls, beast skulls, bones, severed limbs, and similarly macabre decorations driven into the stone at each co- corner where the stairs turn their way up the mountain face. At the top of the plateau, the first time since you've entered this section of the valley, in an immense palisade of trees and slab concrete hmm. surrounds the temple. What? They can make concrete? Beyond the battlements rise the cathedral's cold, gray walls especially cold under the cover of night. Carved from the ancient stone of the mountain itself, above this monumental structure, as you saw as you were coming up, are these three colossal towers climbing hundreds of feet into the air. The central spire is the tallest, and it's flanked by two smaller towers on either side. Can you guys picture that? One, two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you still can't see the tops of them, especially at night. You do see... Maybe Baron Della can see like a shape carved into the central spire, a symbol of some sort. Can't quite make it out. 
Although heavily weathered, the cathedral appears to have mostly withstood the passage of time, though some walls, you can tell, bear evidence of crude repair work, um, where holes have been filled with concrete or sloppily braced with boulders and tree trunks. They're doing the best they can. You can see, off in the distance, to the right, a gate where every so often four stone giants <laughs> are guarding and once in a while letting people in to the cathedral. Once every once I'm assuming you guys are taking this all in, you're safe, yeah, you yeah. don't feel threatened. You see that way off in the distance, four stone giants, maybe maybe twenty minutes or so bring people up to the cathedral front doors. Has anyone ever come out? No one has come out yet. Hmm. You can check in. Do the stone giants uh, bear any markings? Are they wearing any garb? Any sigils? So far away, I can't tell. Um, But uh, they seem to be in charge of who gets in and who gets out. Other than that... Big building, three spires, gate with the stone giants. On the section where you entered, you see two tents, not terribly far away from you. There's one to your left that's a little bit closer, maybe 150 feet away. And then there's one a little bit deeper, maybe 200, 250 feet away, that's like to the right. And they are within 20 feet of the wall of the main cathedral. That is what you see. How far away are they again? 250 and... 150, 200 on one side, 250, 300 on the other. I say we approach and Tremor sense it. A new scent from Lex. Shit, man, we are still so far from this cathedral. Yeah. Okay. Red team go. Red team go. What do you do? Uh... I mean, yeah, I think we should make our way towards the closest tent. Closest yep. tent. Highbury charge. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get dressed in my Sunday's finest to just stop right here. Yeah, speaking of which, what day of the week is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I nailed him. Nailed him. Uh, I got to look at that. I got to bring up the calendar. All right. he opened, I got a lot going on right now. I didn't think you were going to run across the wide open field. <laughs> he opened his mouth as if to say that it's to lie. And then he came clean. <laughs> right. Right. You're growing as a human, Troy. Moon day. <laughs> it is teal day. All right. What? Yeah, let's uh, first tent. Here we go. Yeah. Stealth, Stealth our way all around. Towards the... Uh, I think we should still do two and two. Two right. and three. three. Yeah. yeah. Always forgetting. Okay, here we go. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we can rely on um, Tremor Sense and Scent. Troy, you're uh, being the benevolent GM. And letting us take our higher stealth numbers. Um, are you doing what you did before? You just set yeah. the Baron and Nestor up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, so we'll stay back by the palisade 100 feet away? Yeah, I mean, you can get a little closer. A, a safe distance. Yeah, so, so 60. So when so they give you the 50, word, you yeah, can yeah. come up. Okay. All right, both of you roll your stealth. All right. Uh, 27. Ooh, nice. 31. Both get up there, Baron, your trimmer sense. You sense life. You sense very small movement within the 
tent. But nothing, as far as you can tell, humans knows you're there. Maybe. I, I think these may be the men from Shimmerman's oh, Fort. Could be. And I, I, as soon as I feel that and I don't sense anything huge, I move towards the tent and I look for shadows and I try to op- see if I can see through in a stealthy way. Royal stealth check. I'm right behind him. Uh, touch of law, 25. <laughs> it was going to be like 32 for Nestor. Oh, uh, 35. <laughs> 34. Don't even like give the hand signal to the other group. You guys are like, I can see what's inside us. You go around and you peek inside and you see a huge horseshoe-shaped table laid with Curious metal tools. Oh, fuck. Pincers, prongs. Experimentation. And other strange items sit all around the center of this tent. The other thing you notice, Baron, where you're up front, there are glass bottles and jars filled with milky fluid, and they each contain a bloated and waterlogged eyeball. What the fuck? It's, and, it's Mangala from And it takes you like a second because you it look, they're all looking right at you. Oh, like Jesus. a painting whose eyes follow you across the room. Holy shit. And they all just sit there balancing haphazardly along wooden shelves. A sizable collection of all kinds of birds, including crows, hawks, and owls, hang lifelessly from inside of the <laughs> tent's roof, strung upside down from their feet. <laughs> But most curious of all is a creature standing with her back to you. Goblin? Working at the bench. And for this moment, she doesn't know you're there. Oh you know what she looks like? Yeah. Yes, please. Find out next week. No! I can't so believe you didn't see that coming. Ran out of time. <laughs> In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.